Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Welcome to What You Need to Know. I'm Tass Mellis. There are plenty of juicy rumors to talk about before Thursday's trade deadline. I know it's a little bit different here off the top. No headlines for you. That saves producer JD from having to Google Evan Fournier. (laughs) Thanks for writing that joke, JD. The Knicks, Julius Randle, dropped 37 in a blowout win versus the Washington Wizards. It has been a ridiculous season for Julius Randle. He had seven threes in this game. His shooting development here in year number seven has been phenomenal. Old dog, new tricks. He's become a three-point shooter. He's become a star. And I assume he's become someone other stars want to play with. To me, the biggest thing to happen to the blue and orange this season is that they are a free agent destination. Yes, the Knicks. And maybe they'll be a destination at Thursday's trade deadline. Maybe there'll be buyers with so many teams in line to make the postseason or the play-in tournament, whatever it's called. It's like the NCAA tournament. 64 NBA teams make the playoffs. I think the Knicks will get involved. Even though it's a seller's market, the Knicks will have plenty of assets to sell. They've got plenty of young players to offer up that they've collected since being a bad team like Kevin Knox or Frank Nielakina, or rookie Obi Toppin if they want to go crazy. They've got their own draft picks, and they have two Mavericks first-round picks, the Chris Stapps-Porzingis deal. It would have to be someone that's part of their future, though, like Lonzo Ball from New Orleans, because hitching their hopes to someone like Victor Oladipo would be a move of previous Knicks administrations. Orlando's Evan Fournier is another option. And speaking of those magic... Denver took care of Orlando by double digits, and the Magic's Aaron Gordon was very open about his trade request on his Zoom presser after the game. I'm not sure if I should applaud him for his forthrightness or if I yearn for the days where players would keep their demands a little bit more covert. Screw it. Good for him, even if it hurts what the Magic can get in return because they have little leverage. This seventh-year player needs a new start, and he's been telling his team management for a while that they need to change their ways, as he candidly said on Zoom. That info doesn't really help their off-season attractiveness either, but I heard the lines at Disney are very short right now. Denver and Orlando are the two teams that Magic guard Evan Fournier has played for in his career. He was drafted by the Nuggets, 
along with Gordon. Fournier has been in trade rumors, and he's an expiring deal, so he's going to be cheaper than Gordon. But on Twitter, he's calling bull on anyone that said he demanded out of Orlando. Player empowerment. Orlando Magic players don't play. If Denver can acquire Evan Fournier to join their rotation of guards, as it's rumored that Denver wants him, I would love it for the Nuggets. Fournier has never been afraid to shoot and is a real capable scorer. Legit. He's averaging a career-high 19.5 points on very solid percentages this season. He's a vet. He's not afraid. Uh, Fournier said... I never want out on Twitter. Never said that. I never said that. And the Hawks power forward, John Collins, is saying the same thing. This one's interesting. Everyone expected Collins to be leaving Atlanta before Thursday's trade deadline. Even though he turned down a big extension from Atlanta in the preseason, he told the AJC's Sarah K. Spencer, support your local journalism, that he wants to stay in Atlanta and doesn't want to be moved by the deadline and doesn't necessarily want a max contract when he becomes a free agent this offseason. Hmm. The idea of trading Collins has always been strange because he's exactly what the Hawks need. They'd be looking for another power forward if they trade power forward John Collins. But maybe he's growing. Maybe he's adapting to his situation. Maybe he understands he doesn't need to be a max player. Maybe the team is growing. Maybe I, Tass Mellis, can grow and buy into the Hawks. We can all grow. Do you see what John Collins is doing? Do you see what Julius Randle is doing? Good stuff from Atlanta. Let's see what happens in the next uh, 24... I can't do the math. Thursday's trade deadline is approaching very quick. The Lakers continue their struggle without LeBron or Anthony Davis in the lineup. So is that going to change things for them? Well, they got taken out pretty easily by Zion Williamson and the Pelicans. I thought LA would get a Dennis Schroeder game. Dennis is a confident man. Put him in the number one role. The guy is a peacock. Yeah, I expected a 20-point game, but that did not happen. And hopefully for the Lakers... They won't have to find out for very much longer if Dennis Schroeder can be a peacock because Anthony Davis was working out pregame and will be reevaluated on Friday. I do not think they deplete their depth by going to get help before Thursday's deadline. They still sit fourth in the West and have games against the 76ers, yikes, then Cavs and Magic, okay, as their next three games. A note on Zion. After his 27 points versus the Lakers, Zion has recorded 21 straight 20-point games passing Luka Doncic and LeBron James for the most consecutive 20-point games before turning 21 in NBA history. Thanks to ESPN Stats and Info for all that info. The point is, Zion is young and amazing. Phoenix, Miami, second-year lefty Kendrick Nunn had 25 points in a loss, including a 13-point third quarter. None can have these scorching hot nights. I know he was overlooked last year because of Zion Williamson and John Morant in the Rookie of the Year race. But he was the favorite for a time, and he could be playing himself into a trade. Rumors are that the Heat are in the running for Houston's Victor Oladipo. But the return might be a lot less than a good player like Nunn, as Shamsharania of The Athletic is reporting. Oladipo and his rental contract might warrant just a second-round pick, according to Shams. I personally wouldn't give up Nunn, and definitely not Precious Achua, if I were the Heat in this scenario. They've got the Raptors' Kyle Lowry to nab. Back to the floor, if you're with me on YouTube, who has the better South Beach tan? Heat coach Eric Spolstra or Suns Devin Booker? Spolstra always gets a little sunny this time of year. Maybe Devin Booker's just flush. He is playing basketball, but let me know. Brooklyn, Portland, James Harden and the Nets visited Portland without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. And despite not having those two, the Nets continue to grow into what appears to be a championship-level rotation. 
Harden tied his career of 17 assists, dropping dimes to back up big. The youngster Nick Claxton and James Harden working perfectly together. Not sure if the Nets need to go get a vet like JaVale McGee to round out the roster when they have Claxton and Blake Griffin, who played well in game number two off the bench for Blake. Check the rotation. It's ridiculous. Durant, Kyrie, Harden, sharpshooter Joe Harris, big DeAndre Jordan, Bruce Brown, Landry Shamit. Blake, Claxton, Timothy Lualu Cabarro, Jeff Green, who had 20 points, Andre Robertson, and Iman Shumpert are lurking, ready to play. This team doesn't need anything else. They do need KD to get back healthy, and he is in the last stages of his rehab, according to Steve Nash, so he should be back soon. Philly visiting Golden State. Steve Kerr held a powerful pregame press conference where he honored the casualties of the two mass shootings in Boulder and Atlanta over the last week. The names of those who lost their lives were projected around him. They're not just numbers, they are people. God, that is sad. Then he talked about basketball. James Wiseman will start the rest of the season for Golden State, going a little younger, and he's obviously very capable at the center spot. (laughs) Then his team lost to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Tobias Harris continued his trend of being the go-to scorer for Philly late, especially with Joel Embiid out, and news that Steph Curry will be out another week with inflammation in his tailbone. Ouch, from that injury where he fell on the sideline. Just kind of fell on his bottom. Inflammation in the tailbone. Hopefully Steph gets back soon. Why am I saying inflammation in the tailbone so many times? It's just fun to say. All right, that's it for me. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode here on Wednesday as we approach the trade deadline. I'll be back Thursday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can. I'll see you then.